Hey, this is Kurt Angle. This is Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This is Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Running like this, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. All right, everybody. How you doing? Come on in. Take a seat. You're listening to Marking Out, a professional wrestling podcast, a life podcast, a personal journal, an entryway into the minds, the souls, the hearts of three marks who like to talk about professional wrestling. I am your host... My name's Chris. Thank you very much for listening. Had to throw a, a new one out there, and if you listen to other wrestling podcasts, you'll know where that one's from. Anyway, I don't know where that's from. Really? It doesn't sound familiar at no, all. No, not at all. But you are listening to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. As always, you can go to markingout.com and iTunes, listen to the show, subscribe, rate us, get us in there in the upper echelons of the professional wrestling podcast world. As I said, markingout.com, you can find pictures of us provided by Ring Flash Photography. Some wonderful artwork. Our logo done by our broski at bwing411. Find him on Twitter. And our broskies and brosket in the Ring Rope Rebellion who are making wrestling raps so good it makes your feet and toenails wet. Um, my name is Chris. As I said, you can find us. You can find me on Twitter at Chris Dog. You can also find the rest of Marking Out on Facebook.com slash Marking Out and Twitter.com slash Marking Out. And you can listen to me tweet. I'm also here with Dave, who doesn't have a Twitter account because he just uses ours. Hell yeah. So, Dave, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. And as you made mention before, this is not the art of marks. Not at all. It's marking out. Yes, but it is. We'll go listen to the art of wrestling. Really oh, good, my toes are what? Really good uh, good bone this week with Adam Cole. I liked it a lot. I went and I bought a fleshlight. No, I didn't. Why do I need a fleshlight when I'm married? Uh, and we're also here with Brandon. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing awesome as always, guys, and you know, I have to say that I might go out and buy a mask from HighSpots.com, and I have a question, David, how are you doing with math? I'm doing very good with math. Yeah. My my tutor is very uh, superb. Yeah, anatomy, you're doing good? You ready for those GREs? Oh, I cannot wait. Good. I am pumped as much as Mike Awesome. You are pumped as much as... Good, I'm glad that... I don't that. get that. I don't get that. He used that the other day. I don't get that reference. We'll oh, explain man. it to you off the air. <laughs> but let's get on to the world of professional wrestling before we get on to sports entertainment. Let's start off with Ring of Honor, right in our backyard in the Manhattan Center. Ring of Honor, best in the world, 2012. 12, aptly known as Hostage Crisis. A lot of uh, big things coming off that. The Guardians of Truth we revealed themselves, kind of. Yeah, but still no clue. Yeah, two masked men, but yeah. still, that you know, I'm intrigued about that. Yeah, I, I like that fact that no matter, even with the internet out, like internet days, you don't really, you can't, un- you uncover everybody so fast. Yeah, nobody knows who they are. Yeah, yeah, because Jim Cornette would probably flip his shit. If yeah, he'll smack you. He'll smack How you dare you right? smile, Santino? <laughs> that's a legit recording of what happened. Yeah, that, that, yeah, right. Yeah, back when I proposed to Rachel too, that was a legit yep, recording. Legit. Will you marry me? It was actually pretty good. All right, all right. Uh, what else do we have going on at Best in World? Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly in a hybrid rules Holy match. Holy shit! Kind of like an MMA style match. 
Yeah, that's all you gotta say is holy shit. And I have a newfound respect for Adam. I have a newfound respect for Adam Cole. I have a newfound respect for both of them. Yeah, I mean, both are the both can be called the future of wrestling. And everybody, like everybody, I saw on Twitter that night was raving about that match. Like, like even like Nigel McGuinness during the commentary, he goes, "This is one of those points in professional wrestling history where like you have to know where you are." And you're, uh, uh, he was marking out about it. Cause what it a sounded, mark! Uh, he was, he sounded like he was crying because you know England lost. Wild Nigel, mark out mo- most of the down yeah, there. England lost in what? Soccer. Soccer. Yeah, Man- Manchester what, United. No, it's the Euro Cup, Dave. Yeah, I know. It's a girl sport. Yeah. It's a girl sorry sport. for the guys who listen. Cristiano Ronaldo. Maybe. Yeah, we're sorry, saying, sorry, Judah Freelander. We're, we're talking, so we're talking about Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, but I think the big story was Adam Cole getting. F- <laughs> Fucked up. Oh yeah. Is an understatement. His lip completely split. There was like a good maybe like inch of like lip missing. His face got fucked up. Yeah, he got busted open. Yeah. You way to use it. Yeah, he did. Um and his fucking teeth got knocked out. Blood everywhere. You know, he he should have worn that mouth guard. That kind of would have yeah, helped him out. Yeah, and, and they and they and they like alluded to it too, which is uh, it's pretty thing. funny. But luckily, you know, he got stitches, he's not gonna have a scar. So that's that's a good thing. There you go, Brandon. And yeah, <laughs> that's what Brandon was so upset about. Brandon what? Yeah. He's not going to have a scar on his lip. Yeah, just, I mean, a brand new sponsor is Scarway. If you, uh, <laughs> yes, thank you for sponsoring us. Yeah, fuck. Um, I, I think the 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 best part of the entire match though was at the end when Adam Cole had him in the figure for leg lock. And he's sitting there smiling with just blood all over his face. I love the fact that the ref, uh, doctor tried to stop it, and he, Adam Cole was just like, not happening. As I said, newfound respect for him. Awesome. Great match. Other really big things coming from this. We have new Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Two years in the making, the All Night Express. Finally. Beat the wrestling's greatest tag team. Right, Titus and Kenny King. Hell hell yeah. And then right afterwards fucking pulling out popping bottles in the ring and going nuts. Good for them. Hey, they deserve does that make, it. Does that make them the true kings of wrestling? No. Why would that no. make them the kings of wrestling? Yeah. I don't know. Well, what what comes higher than world's greatest? Universe, universe greatest? Galaxy? No, oh, universe greatest is what's it called? Is uh what? Yeah, what is it called, Brandon? Bosch and Thrasher. But oh. since Kings of Wrestling aren't being used anymore, I know. But that the king, we, uh, we all know who the Kings of Wrestling they, are. All Night Express hasn't hasn't tra- traveled to Japan yet, or at least to my knowledge, they yeah. haven't done that yet. So yeah, to to our knowledge, they haven't been to Japan. But congratulations to them. You know, well deserved. Well deserved, and we'll see how this tag team division flourishes coming up. With the Guardians of Truth now being... Uh, and then you also have Coleman and uh, Cedric Alexander and Caprice mm-hmm. Coleman, too, who are very Another good. Another up economy uh, tag team. Very good, and we saw them in Florida. Uh, and so then your main event, you had Kevin Steen, as predicted, going over Davey Richards. Very Pack- Everything was legal. Package, package pile driver was legal. The chains to the head from Davey Richards was legal. Well, that's always nasty when he wraps the chain right around his foot and just repeatedly kicks the guy in the head. When did we see that him do that? Um, we saw that, I think, against Eddie Edwards. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the railroad spike getting involved. Oh, yeah, with Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy Jacobs. What is this, what's the story behind the railroad spike? Um, Anyone know? I think he brought it out. He started using it during the age of the fall, I think. Yeah. 
but I'm not. I wasn't really a big fan back then, as much as I am now. So I'm not too sure, but I do know that it came involved in during the age of the fall. Yeah. Also, too, there was that. It was um, a tag team with. Um, yeah. I'm sorry for yawning. Tyler Black, now Seth Rollins, and Jimmy Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And then Lacey. That when Kane, that um, when yeah, Kane and then was they on had, TV and you were... Huh? You were too, is that when Kane was on TV and you were too bothered with WWF to know ROH, or was that sooner? Cool story, bro. Yeah, about that. What do you mean, cool What? <laughs> All right, so... That was awesome, and then the promo after. Yeah, the promo was was huge. Was with Kevin Steen just bashing everybody, bashing the fans, bashing former Ring of Honor champions, bashing CM Jim Punk, Co- Daniel Bryan, everybody, Jim Cornette. It's it's honestly it's Kevin Steen's company. Yeah, it, he owns it. Yeah, he now is a business partner with ROH Wrestling and Sinclair Broadcasting. Yeah. I think he may have bought into it. Carrie doesn't own it anymore. Yeah. It's all Kevin Steen. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Steen owns everything. But it was a great eye it was a great eye pay per view. The well feed the feed was actually legit. Clear as hell. Clear as hell. Looked very good. No really glitches, anything like that. As opposed to the last iPay-Per-View. Yeah, they've had their difficulties in the past. Yes, and they'll be back on iPay-Per-View live from the Chicago Frontier House. uh, I believe September. Don't quote me on that, but we'll keep you up to Not date. Not too sure. We'll, we'll, keep, t- we'll speak about it. Yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep you up to date and everything. All the other iPay-Per-Views, because this weekend you have a big uh, three-peat from Evolve, which we're going to talk about all next week. We're even forgetting about Maria. Oh, my God. I know, Brand- that's the only thing Brandon wanted to talk about, because Brandon hates Ring of Honor. I, I wanted to mention Mondo, too. Yeah Mondo, Mondo, yeah, yeah, Mondo there, too. Mondo picked up the W. Yeah, Mondo picks up a W. But the real story is is dirtbag wrestling fans talking about Maria. Um, Maria was apparently groped. Yeah, apparently at ringside. During the event, yeah. Yeah, somebody in the front row reached over and grabbed her ass at some point during the match. Or, I got to but... say, before, before we do anything, I got to say, bless that kid for getting away with it. <laughs> but at the same time. Really, Brandon? Really? We're going to bless Dude, this fucker. On. Dude, come on. No, no, no that absolutely is fucking, not. That's fucked up. Are you serious? You went there. Wow, you just sh- you showed your true colors. It Gropes is fucked. How. It Gropes is fucked up. Yeah, honestly, it's, like you don't she, do that shit. And she stated it. I think she said it on Twitter. Oh, she's yeah. like, "You are there to watch me. Exactly. You are not there to touch me. You are not there to do anything like that." And she's like, legitimately upset. She's like, "There's one person that's touching me, and it's Mike Bennett." Yeah. So. You know, bless Mike and, Bennett for getting to touch her. Fuck that guy. Fuck it. If I'm. Um, Hey, if Mike Bennett saw that, I'm sure that he would have blasted that kid in the face. I know, Austin Aries style. Yeah, right? Oh, fuck. I mean, that's just one thing that fans at times cross that line, where they'll reach over the barrier or try to get involved or whatever. Don't get fucking involved. They're putting on. They're trying to entertain you, putting on a show for you. You don't have any right to get involved. You don't. I'm just glad, I'm just glad people don't throw garbage in the ring anymore. They yeah. do. Yeah, what is this, WCW? People throwing yeah, garbage yeah. and shit in the ring. But, yeah. No, not, well, not, at least they're not throwing But did, did you hear anything about this guy getting, um, you know, like, taken care of? I mean, did they, I don't like, think they, I don't think anything got taken care of of it. I don't think they're that it was like really it. a big deal at the time. I feel like nobody saw it. and Probably nothing until she came back. Exactly. Okay. It was probably after, because she's a, she's a pro. She's knows exactly what she's doing. If something happens outside of the ring that doesn't involve the match, she's not going to bring attention to it, especially in eye pay per view, mm-hmm. because that just takes it. That will take the wrestlers competing right now out of that momentum. Yeah. 
And it's she, hey, she's a professional. Yeah, and but you know she's also a woman. Definitely. It, she yeah, she definitely is yeah. a woman. So whoever you are, if you're listening to the show, don't just turn it off right now. Yeah, don't listen to us. You're, we you're, don't want fans I, like you. Yeah. Honestly, I honestly, honestly, I like I love how everybody listens to us and everything like that, and follows us on Twitter, but. Don't if you are that person, do not. You could unfollow us, unsubscribe. I don't want anything related to you with this podcast. I bet you they don't even know what a fucking podcast is. The, I bet you they're the, one of those like if they're, if they're grabbing someone's ass, they're not knowing what a podcast is. Yeah. Grabbing somebody's ass unwillingly is the question. We talked about more about Maria getting groped than we did about Ring of the, the Ring of Honor pay per view in itself. Uh yeah. Assholes. All right. Well, let's skip, skip on to other professional wrestling. Let's stick on to total non-stop action. Impact Wrestling from the Impact Zone. Live again this week. Uh, Bound for Glory's series continues. Shaping up. Shaping up. Uh, big wins by Samoa Joe and RVD this week. Big was, match with uh, Samoa Joe and Bully Ray, too. Yeah, absolutely. Because then also after the match as well... Joseph Parks wants two weeks and he wants to face Bully Ray again and end this. He's, he was bullied forever. Joseph so, Park. Why would he want to fucking face him again? I'm actually like, I'm actually digging this now with Joseph Park and everything. So am I. I'm actually, I'm into it. It gives Abyss some another storyline to go off of, where he's not Abyss, and now I like how they incorporate him being under the ring and everything like that. Even though it, he's a creep. Yeah, he's a complete and utter creep. Not not more than a creep than that guy that groped uh, Murray. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we had the conclusion this week to the TNA Gut Check Challenge with Taylor Hendricks. And getting the nod. She's getting the, uh, I think this is like the first legitimate gut check winner. Yeah, right. Because we know Alex Silva was a fucking accident. Not supposed to happen. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. Joey Ryan should have happened, but it didn't. Which, I, you know what, I thought was good too, that Joey Ryan, right as she was about to get the nod, Joey Ryan's in the is in the crowd yelling at Taz and holding up a sign that says 87% of people couldn't be wrong for Joey Ryan. So now, is he contracted by them? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's pretty. Yeah, obvious. I think it's, it's like, work. Yeah, he he was planted there. Yeah, I he's think probably it was gonna pl- work since day one. Well, of course. Well, I mean, like I said in the past, he's worked with them uh, at Rinka King, so he's gotten very close with a lot of people back there. So I wouldn't be surprised too if this builds up to maybe maybe we'll see Taz get in the ring again. I don't think that's happening. I, I I don't hashtag Mark Dreams. Yeah, there we go. That 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 is definitely labeled. In the and to be honest, like they spoke about, as we know, she's a cancer survivor. Yeah, I feel like the fact that they brought that up so often and so much, they couldn't have, they couldn't have denied her. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean. Fuck Al Snow too. Seriously. Yeah, he's a douche. He really is a douche. Like like Bruce Prichard and Tad has actually had some like. Like legitimacy to like their reactions. He's just like, yeah, no, you're not good. If you maybe got down your knees and you know we went to the back, yeah. No, I was gonna tweet saying Al Mike- Snow expects a blow bow. Yeah, give me the Michael P.S. Hayes treatment. Yeah, give me. No, the- but what? No, no, Al Snow wasn't wrong though. He was putting her over. Uh, I know, but he Al just Snow. yeah, but he Even, just hates everybody. Yeah, he was saying, I I've seen you through your career, blah blah. You improve, you improve. I just don't think you're ready yet. Which yeah, is but hey, but have, I mean that's that led to my tweet. Garrett Bischoff is ready, but she's not. And so. He gets a kiss on the cheek from uh, from Madison Rain backstage, which is a little awkward. You got to whisper in the ear too. Mm, yeah. Got to wonder how 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 is Eric right? Yeah. It's like, so it's I guess it's good that Taylor Hendricks is now on the TNA roster. I am very happy about seeing said, her yeah, this week. As, you know, as I as I said too, it's a different looking girl. 
Yeah. And that's that you got to have diversity, you know? Hell yeah. Why not? Amen. Austin Aries is going against Bobby Roode, Robert Roode, whatever the fuck you want to call him, at Destination X. But before he does that, he's uh, setting up the predecessor to the X Division title because he drops that title on July 8th. That's a fact. Thank you. And setting up the X Division title tournament, which will conclude at Destination X. Just like last year with the round robin tournament that they kind of had going on. With uh, that's how Austin Aries got his job. He was given an opportunity. Now you're going to have a, no, a, a new crop of X Division stars giving an opportunity, and that was started off big time with the return of Sanjay Dutt to the Impact Zone. Good to see him. Looks good. Oh yeah, freaking! And then his opponent Rubix, yeah, Rubix, a Jigsaw from Chikara, which was awesome. I watched it on DVR. I was with Dave last night, and Dave's like, "Are you? Did you watch Impact?" I'm like, "No, I've been doing a lot of stuff." I was just like, "Do you want me to spoil it?" I'm like, "It's Impact. You really can't. You can't spoil me a lot with Impact." He goes, "Jigsaw." I was like, "I was actually surprised." I was like, "Oh yeah, all right, good." And they put on one hell of a match. Good. Like, and that, but, you know, Austin Aries said it last week, too. That is what the Impact Wrestling was based on. And that's what they lost. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it sure was, Brandon, right? Um, we shared that moment. And yeah. then you had, like, Scorpio Sky and uh, the guy, uh, what is his name? Rashad Cameron. Rashad Cameron versus Mason Andrews, who, if, if you watch PWG you know it was Scorpio Sky another great match and the guy uh, Rashad Cameron was a uh, Sabian who's also a member of like CZW and everything he's so a CZW the, guy uh, the Blackout uh, I think he's the founder of Blackout oh okay yeah he looked good he had that like thuggish style yeah, he looked yeah. like a thuggy Jay Lethal I'm, hey Apple. sign me up I'm, yeah. I'm all about bringing in these contracting these uh, independent wrestlers to give them that spotlight but as we know from the past with Tony Nese it doesn't always pan out to how you think it's going to pan out. Yeah, it doesn't pan yeah, out. Yeah, it's like, go go rehire Tony Nese. You think he'd want to fucking... Yeah, good luck. Good luck re- be on TV? Good luck rehiring Tony Nese. How's that one? Yeah, right? Shit. Like, you guys fucked up big time. I hope someone's listening to this. Yeah, probably not. Brandon. Yeah, Al Snow, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, no, don't call him a fucker. He, all he wants fucker. is that. Yeah, anti Semite. So hopefully next week so hopefully next week too we'll see four other guys. I guess it's gonna be a four corners or a four uh, like maybe they're gonna have to do like a two like two on twos. I'm not too sure what they're uh, planning on doing, but whatever they do, I'm full blown behind it. I cannot wait. Would you mark the they lost? Would you mark the fuck out if you saw Sammy Callahan on TNA next week? Uh yeah. Completely. Because they they brought in Jigsaw, who's the who's like the second main man in Chikara. We we actually a few episodes ago we Got done hyping him up because we saw him versus Kingston yeah. at Chikara, which was just. But I think I don't think matches. I don't think you're gonna see Jigsaw again on. Uh, um, T- I can't either. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think he's just he's too important in Chikara, and he knows that. Mm-hmm. And also, too, we saw some some of our uh, local talent. Well, we've seen and yeah, we've maybe. we've seen old uh, Chikara wrestlers do, uh, have left that company though. Yeah, I mean Cesaro being one Cesaro? of them. Cesaro Antonio yeah. Oh Claudio Claudio He was one of the trainers there. Yeah you say Cesaro But yeah. I, I feel like Claudio Yeah you gotta say Claudio, Claudio. Shut up Brandon <laughs> uh, I don't even want to talk I don't even want to talk About that tag team match Just because of that whole Awkward angle With oh, the, the addict God. And they kept bringing it up and Yeah when they When they had that entire promo About how she knows everybody I'm like 
Please, why? After the end of the response that you did from the fans pouring on <laughs> Twitter, it. like, why the fuck are you going to keep on going with this? And then, just like, let during, go, like, it failed. And then during the main event, they kept showing her, so I don't even want to fucking talk it about failed. it. It failed. Just let it go. Yeah. She goes, let she it goes, go, oh, TNA. Was, Set her free. She goes, oh, we were meeting. We were going to plan. We were planning Sergey's Sergey. What the fuck is his name? I don't Serge. Serge. Serge's Sergey? birthday party. He's Sergey. Yeah, Sergey, really? It's Serge. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? T- uh, Dixie Carter's husband. Oh, I have. Oh, yeah. like, she was saying, "Oh, we were we were planning Serge's birthday party." It's like you don't. We were going to have. We were trying to hide an addict. Like yeah, right. What the fuck. She's like, also a, this it. pregnant drug addict. Just so happens to be a party planner as well. <laughs> Dixie goes. We were that that. That phone conversation was doctored. It was me inviting AJ and his wife to Serge's birthday party. I was like, what the <sighs> fuck are you talking TNA, just like, stop. Well, no, they have good things going on No, right but now. with that storyline, just stop. <laughs> Can we compare this to anything even Katie in like, the history of wrestling? It's I, awful. You know what? You're, you're good with that stuff, Brandon, so you can look that up. This, I'll go like with Katie Vick. Stalker? I mean, this is... This is just bad. The big show uh, boss man segment where they pulled his dad's casket. Oh, God. That was terrible. Uh, uh, that, oh, oh, here we go. Kai and Ty chopping off Val Venus's penis. There you go. That was, big that boss was, man no, cooking that was, up pepper. That was, that was around the time. Like, that was relevant. Big boss time. man cooking up pepper. I know, but the addicts are relevant though. in everyday life. Yeah, but not like that was a dumb storyline. Val Venus was a. That was a dumb storyline, too. May Young but giving was, birth to a hand. I'm, yeah, that was stupid yeah, that too. Was but this, this is just uh, takes it to a whole new level. Uh, no, but what I'm trying to say is that Kai and Ty's thing was relevant at the time. That's why they probably choppy did. choppy. Yo, okay, adi- as I said, addiction's relevant in everyday life. Yeah, but it's not. That wasn't like. I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing that. Well, the way it's coming off, it sounds like you are arguing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. They so. used John Wayne Bobbitt. That was funny. Yeah, and and Val Venus is able to like shrink his penis so like the knife didn't cut it yeah. off. Like, that, like yeah. what? How do you go into that? Like the <laughs> fuck? I guess it was really hey, cold. Was, maybe porn porn stars know how to work. Yeah, right. I was he just knows how to shrink his penis. Within I was seconds. I was with I was with Dan the other day. This is this has nothing to do with wrestling, but we're gonna get to a musical interview before I do. And he started story. touching my. Dick. No, but he was he was telling me he was reading this article about this like porn star. There's like three different shoots like a day, Jeez. and he's able to like come on command. Come yeah, on command. Okay, that literally just was said. Yeah, that literally like it. it it's it's. Ladies weird. and gentlemen, musical interlude. Yeah. All right. So speaking of firing out loads, uh, this is our musical interlude this week since it is Fourth of July. On Wednesday is from the one and only Rick Derringer, and here is I am a real American, and we got a countdown for you coming back when we come back from the break. So we'll be right back, and let's fire off a load for America here on Marking Out. Splurge.
I can't believe that's for Wyndham and Rotundo. Derringer, you should have buried yourself and stayed buried. Oh, come on, Jesse. Eat your heart out. Oh, speaking of eat your heart out, that ha happens to be the title of our next cut, Jesse Ventura. That's right. Eat your heart out, Rick Springfield. By the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Now there is true talent. Let's hear true talent. You ready for it, Gene? I think so. Makes me feel good about life, and it makes me feel good about America. We are back on Mark and App Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Rick Derringer. I am a real American. Makes you think about America. And th speaking of America, Derek Bateman, America and Chicks. For, for the record, for those keeping count, we just, we, that is a fact. We just went from talking about a pregnant drug addict to coming on command to America. Yep. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and do this. USA, USA, USA. No, yeah, I don't know. Didn't. I don't, Chris, didn't, Chris didn't join in. He fucked it up. No, you, you fu fucked it up. You fucked it up. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, alrighty. So anyway, talking about America, we've seen a lot of very patriotic moments come about in the world of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. So seeing as it's Fourth of July on Wednesday. Uh, we compiled a list of our top five most patriotic moments in professional wrestling history. We're going to start off with number five, and that being Lex Luger body slamming Yokozuna on the USS Intrepid leading up to that huge SummerSlam match. Yokozuna versus Lex Luger again. Once, once that, once the, everybody was trying to body slam him, the Steiner brothers, you had NBA. Macho Man. Yeah, you Macho Man, you had NBA stars, football stars, nobody. And then the helicopter comes in and Lex Luger comes out. And that was the total. What better, what better day to have done it on him than July 4th? Yeah, hell yeah. But also, too, that, that led to the Lex Express, the total repackaging of Lex Luger. Oh, yeah. His tights were all American. He was all American out. Yeah. And then even the poster for SummerSlam showed Yokozuna doing a bonsai drop to an American flag. Could that be the? Could we put that as the picture of the week? I think we can. All right, sweet. Do we, since when do we ever do? Like we're we we're, we're going to start it now. Yeah, we, the, we, we've been wanting to do, but we haven't done it. It's yet. kind of funny that Lex Luger beat him with a count out, though. He didn't get a legit like. Was oh yeah, because he couldn't get back in the ring. Exactly, he gave him the elbow to the outside of the ring, um, to send him to the outside of the ring, and then he got counted out. But still, they celebrated like crazy, and you know, it was uh, even more funny. Is that I think Yokozuna is is. American, he's he's Samoan. Uh, Samoan. Samoan, but I think isn't Samoa part of, of the America? I don't know. There's that's where it gets weird. There's Samoa, and then look, there's American Samoa. Who the fuck knows? Huh? Yeah, already. I always wanted to go to Samoa though. He's I like Samoa. I, like, I feel like I'd fit I don't in like there. them. I'm not a fan of coconut. Really? I li I like it. It's good. All right, we're we're digressing here. Uh, number four, WrestleMania seven. The yeah. aptly titled Superstars and Stripes Forever. The whole place was decked out patriotic-wise. Oh, yeah. This is in 1991, right at, like, during or right after the Gulf War. Yeah. I mean, tensions all is Sar crazy. Sergeant Slaughter was the Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah, which was big because, you know, he was the face of G.I. Joe and all that good stuff. But, yeah, Hulk Hogan was the main event that he, he Iron Sheik in that one, correct? Excuse me? Who did Hulk Hogan beat in that one? Iron Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, he beat Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, that, okay. was, that was Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. At that oh, one. okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Good. Now, continuing on with that, though, it went to SummerSlam 1991 even, where 
it was Colonel Mustafa, General Adnan, and, and Sergeant Slaughter teaming up and taking on Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. And after that match, Sergeant Slaughter lost and declared, I want my country back! A month later, mind you. That was pretty good. And uh, then just the vignette aired with him and different U.S. landmarks asking for his country back. Asking for forgiveness. Which ended with him reciting the Pledge of Allegiance saying, I got my country back. Great. And that was one of your worst impressions, Brandon. It was a tearjerker. Are you serious, bro? Yeah, I'm serious, bro. It wasn't an impression. It was me yelling. (laughs) No, that was an impression. All right. right, Let's get on to number three. And number three is tribute to the troops. What better way? What were we going to say, Brandon? First show, 2003, took place, Camp Victory, Baghdad, Iraq. Yeah. They keep doing them every year. And they did it this year in, uh, was it somewhere in North Carolina? Texas. Oh, was it North Carolina? So, somewhere. No, but no. What, a, what a better way to give back to all the people that are fighting for your country by giving them a free wrestling show. That's awesome that they do it right in front of the entire army. Everybody, every person that's serving the country, they do, they do it right in front of them. And that, like and you I believe, said, what? I believe this was uh, John Bradshaw Layfield's doing. Was it? I think he was a big part of getting the, the tribute to the troops over there. Well, we know he's a big supporter of America and the troops and everything. Is he, He's like climbing the summits now or something like that. Yeah, yeah he's so. posting, he keeps posting YouTube videos and shit. It's like, it's like incredible. He's on top like, of the fucking world right now. Dude. Just climbing to... But it's like, dude, grow out your hair and they grow have, a mustache they have, and go back to APA. They have, they have, they have like internet there for him to post YouTube videos. Yeah, it's 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 JBL, it's, um, dude. He got it all. Yeah. He's all about yeah. the money, and he, and he's climbing the the summits for a pretty good cause too for uh, building schools. I think for kids in Bermuda. Yeah, okay. he he lives in Bermuda. Where he lives, like yeah. geez, what a place to retire. Yeah, right. Shit. Alrighty. So number three, tribute to the troops. Number two happened at last year's, not the one that just passed. 2011's tribute to the troops. Oh no. Uh, no. Yeah, it didn't. Rules. Extreme rules. I'm sorry. I'm still caught up. On yeah, extreme to the rules. May extreme 1st. Ru- May first. John Cena coming out after his victory and declaring that Osama bin Laden has been compromised. Yes, compromise to a permanent end. That's right. What a better moment for, A, the face of your company, somebody who is a soldier, to come out and say the biggest heel in the world has been taken care of. And everybody was at the event, so a majority had no idea. Yeah, so, yeah it's like if you it's, if you go on YouTube and look for like other videos of like where people were when they found out. Like there's they're at a baseball game. I think it was Mets and – Yeah, the Mets, Mets game. Or Phillies, were they playing? Uh, I'm not too sure, Maybe. but I remember and like the Mets game. Like you see, all of a sudden, a big USA chant erupts from the fucking crowd, and the baseball players have no clue what's going on. Yeah, it's kind of chilling. They're starting to look at their phones, yeah, and then John Cena grabs the mic. You see this video, boom, and, like, people just fucking go crazy. Yeah, it erupted. Yeah, you know what? Like, I remember where I was, too. I was at home, and I was working on a project for school, and then I see, like, everybody, like, posting stuff on Facebook, and I just turned around, and I didn't do work, because I just sat there, and I watched I watched Obama tell us that Osama bin Laden has been taken care of. I was just like, holy I don't, yeah. Santa Claus I don't shit. even remember how I found out. I just remember seeing this video the next day and, like, getting chills, like, no, no. or hours afterwards. I just got, like... I got three words for you. America... 
fuck yeah. Yeah, maybe that should have been the musical interlude. America, like, fuck yeah. We, we lived through this shit. Like, that's like some fucked up shit. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we lived through a lot of fucked up shit, but the number one most American moment in professional wrestling history for us is the first public assembly after the horrific attacks of September 11th. And you know what that public assembly was? A SmackDown event. WWE is credited to be the first public assembly after that was allowed to happen after the 9/11 attacks. And what a an event. Heart gripping yeah. and heart gripping. Everybody being, giving their kind words about emotional. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you, 9/11. 9/11 happened on Tuesday, uh, September 11, 2001. Duh. Yeah, and SmackDown went live Thursday, September 13th. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you start off with The Rock come like kind of uh, leading every the entire locker room to the stage, and Lillian Garcia getting in that ring and seeing. Uh, uh, singing the national anthem that's just when she start. you're like I don't know it, it may just be me but seeing the wrestlers in real situations and seeing the emotion on their face and everything that always grabs me as like an awkward like touchy moment even though like you see these wrestlers and the wrestlers are huge they're untouchable but then you see that that bit of real of them the come out yeah, I don't know it, it's so like even as a kid I remember it always kind of gripped me for, you know, for, for for years, I haven't we haven't seen it because when this was going yeah. on, it was UPN at the time they were on, and there was just coverage of nine eleven coverage, like for for maybe two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, there was nothing on TV. Even. Yeah, it was just that, and like that's what they say. Oh, like I guess the first in New York were the Yankees, yeah. or maybe Saturday Night Live or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like. To be worldwide. That's where like Mike Piazza hit his uh, home run right. Yeah, that was the, that. Yeah, that was the Mets. That was the Mets. Yeah, the game, Mets yeah. game. But yeah, America's awesome. Professional wrestling is awesome. So what a better time to do it than not the Fourth of July. Not when, to take away from any other country that may be listening to us. Yeah, right. But <laughs> why Fourth uh, of July? Why not celebrate your independence by blowing up a small chunk of it? Don't put it in your hey, hand. The Chinese hand, though. The Chinese people do it like and We're crazy. talking about America right now, Brandon. We're not talking about the yeah, Chinese. Yeah, I know that. We're slowly but surely taking over the entire sure, world. Sure, we, we could take lessons from them. Yeah. Let's get on to WWE and the goods and bads. We'll start off with SmackDown. Let's start off with the bads. And the only thing that we have written down for the bads is the great Kali. I don't <laughs> yeah. think anything else has to be written down as a bad. Yeah. I mean, when you're compared to Great Cali, it's that's pretty bad. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get to the goods then. Primetime players versus the Usos in a great tag team match. Awesome. I, especially, I love the fact that that backstage brawl took place. Yeah. With the primetime players and Epico Primo, and Primo. Which is keeping the storyline going because that's yep. good that's good because our truths on the shelf right now with a broken foot so if you rebuild this tag team division and give that spot that the tag teams were supposed to that our truth and Kofi Kingston were about to give to to your up and coming tag teams for once I could say I'm confident with the tag team division so am I I am confident I love the way that these matches the tag team matches have been they've been giving them the time to do the double team moves do everything and it's coming together so well so I, I think like the last time we saw something like this was 2005. I think is 
the date I well, it's like on London it. and Kendrick and yeah, and yeah. Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. Like, yeah. they were legit. They had good tag teams. That was weird that I said tag teams like that. Teams. Everybody tag has team. double team moves now. Yeah, it, like it's 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 working exactly. It's very good. And, and, and we're all excited about that. Uh, another good, great sh- match again between Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler. Can't say enough about them. Dol- yeah, I mean, and, and we can't say enough about Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is, should be the world heavyweight champion right now. Hell yeah, he should be. Uh, Damian Sandow. We could say something. Him and Zack Ryder kind of uh, had, speaking a little bit. Having some backstage words also with Mick Foley. But also, yeah, too, Mick Foley. that because Zack Ryder, good, Zack Ryder gets on TV, gets a win over Heath Slater and seemed to be a, a good squash match but I mentioned this like a month and a half ago about putting these two guys Damien Sandow and Zack Ryder in a feud and it would work yeah, uh, yeah of course it. you mentioned it because WWE takes their fucking storylines from yeah. us and, and, and I was against it at the time the yeah we have I don't know. I was against I it at the time, but now I'm kind of. Hold on, I'm speaking. I, I at the time I was against that when you said that, but now I'm kind of becoming more open and acceptable to that match. Yeah, absolutely that, to that feud. Because then you get Zack Ryder on TV. Hell yeah, that's all you got to do. So that was good. Mick Foley is good. AJ screwing Daniel Bryan, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, with the re- uh, <laughs> ringing of the bell, I thought that was cool. Yeah, she's just nuts, and she plays her character so so well. Hell yeah, she does. Amen. So that was the goods and bads from SmackDown. Let's get on to Monday Night Raw, and we have a lot more goods and bads on that one. Um, what do we? What? Where to start? Let's start off with the goods. Let's All start right. off with AJ. We mentioned her on SmackDown. Oh. We mentioned her again on Monday Night Raw. Just be, that Dave marked the fuck Dude, out about that promo she did. That in the opening promo was just. Usually, I'm not a fan of opening promos, but that just was awesome. The way that she was talking and speaking, and you kind of had a feeling that she. Maybe talking to herself or something, and then it ends up that she was talking into a mirror as opposed to Kane just, just, Punk. Just for the record, I I, I called that. Oh well, con- congratulations! Great, cool story, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was sick. And then also to to her winning the uh, bikini battle royal later that night. Oh yeah, taking out Vicky. Yeah, good. good thanks. We'll we'll touch on that in a second. Um, more goods. Uh, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, and Kane in triple threat elimination match. Where can, you can't go wrong with these triple threat matches between them. They're such pros at what they're doing. But also, too, you have the technicality of it with Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, and then you have... It's odd. It really is odd. I wasn't finished with my my statement, Brandon. (laughs) Brandon just... Can I finish? Can I finish? Please! Can I finish? Okay, I finish. Are you serious right now? All right, he's done. (laughs) I didn't even hear you talking. I think, Kane, you have the power from... Yeah, Like, the power moveset. Yeah. You got a little bit of everything. Technical, power, submission... You yeah. have everything in that match that you can think everything of. Everything that batch, that match, and it seemed like oh, another goods with that from coming from that match. Uh, Money in the Bank set up Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk, which should be fantastic. Where? Uh, well, I guess we'll get to that part about somebody yeah. not being involved in that. Yes, Brodus Clay and Big Show, another good. Yeah, another good. And this, you know, and, we, and when we were going over how we were going to format the show today, Dave said that this is the first big test that Protus Clay got. Mm-hmm. And this is the first most legitimate opponent that he's had. And it was probably one of the his be- better matches yeah. that he's put on. And he really he really sold the shit out of that knee injury. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Brandon, your thoughts? I've, I, mean, I think you shook Brandon up. I yeah, think Brand, Brandon's fuck, a little man? bit shaken. You didn't get the Am I allowed to speak, Master? <laughs> no. Master Blaster. You didn't, you, didn't get the, you didn't get the reference. It was a South Park reference. Of what? From the South Park movie. Can I finish? Please, can I finish? Okay, I finished. 
over your head. All right. So, yeah. Brodus Clay, big show. Very good. Very good match. Brodus Clay getting his first loss. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fact as well. I can confirm that. Well, his first Funkasaurus loss. Well, yes, absolutely. But, you know, as the, as the rebuilding, match. you know, they said he won like 20-something matches in a row, and now he's been humbled. Pretty impressive, though. I mean, I'm, it leaves more for the other streaks to be... Yeah, like Ryback. We didn't even see Ryback on Monday, which I was – was that good or was that a bad? Um, I'm fine with it. All right, yeah, because I mean, it's I, not I, like he's not re- relevant like, in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not like you're not going to say where's Ryback or whatever. I mean, everybody's yeah, kind up, of looking forward to his – am I going to speak or no, Brandon? You're going to talk over everybody. Dude, I really – I'm not hearing you speak. <laughs> Never mind. Because you're not listening. I forgot where I was going. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to some more goods. John Cena's promo was good. I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. I didn't think it was all that great. I, I didn't. Thought, well. Or, no, I want you to continue. I, I, I didn't like the. I feel like the Star Wars references and stuff like that. I feel like he was. I don't know. When he does things like that, I feel like he's trying too hard. But that those are those cheeky John Cena promos that we're so used to. I um, Apparently I didn't just, know he was referencing Star Wars, and I thought it was good. Apparently, was they good. just hired an executive or whatever that used to work with Lucas Films. Really? Yeah, it just so happens. Raping stormtroopers and Yoda and whatnot. Another South Park reference, Brandon. Um, I, no I thought it was it. good. I liked the Yoda reference was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the fact that he's putting himself in the Money in the Bank match. Uh, well, for the record, he's never been in one. This he, is the first time. He has only been... Cashed in on. Cashed in on, which I think adds great, great character and adds some depth and adds some personality to him. Because imagine seeing John Cena, all the chicanery of you know his entrance. He comes out and he has a Money in the Bank briefcase in his hand. Let's not lie. Who wouldn't want to see an AA off a ladder? And also, too, who wouldn't want to see a Cena heel turn? That too. Because imagine he cashes it in on CM Punk, who's well liked by everybody, and he cashes it in. What do people think? He's only doing what was done to him. Yeah. What's absolutely. the What's the problem here? There's I mean, that, uh, especially especially by CM Punk, right? Didn't he? Didn't CM Punk cash in on no, him? No, he cashed in on Batista and Jeff Hardy. Oh. Double edged sword, right there, though. I mean, everybody can cash in on him, but he can't cash it in on somebody else. I know, and it gives. I I think I'm, I think this is. Got to be the best thing that's ever seen in a long It would time. shake up the entire wrestling uh, business. I feel like, yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the fact that John Cena is in this match, but to have an all past champions one, it, I well, don't think. Well, right now they are only announced four people. Uh, four people. Yes, uh, which got, are all, but they announced that it's going to be all past champions. Yeah, but you got Chris Jericho, Big Show, Cena, Kane. Who's to say? Just saying, Mark Dreams, The Rock. No, you, former Brock, champion. I, honestly, I could see what that happens happen. if what happens if he comes out, does his match, wins the suitcase, and just doesn't cash it in till WrestleMania. gives gives him relevant, keeps him in let's, there. Let's let's get let's let's talk about this Money in the Bank match when we get to the bad parts of Monday Night Raw. Let's continue with the goods for right now. Um, okay. The great the SmackDown is going to be live Tuesday on the Sci Fi Network, and we will be getting the Great American Bash. So it's going to be another gimmick SmackDown on Tuesday. Fuck. Why? I just realized I may end up missing it for that concert. Oh yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm going to miss it cuz I'm going to the Mets Phillies game that night. But Damn. I'm going to I'll watch it on DVR when I get yeah, home. I'll watch it when I get so, home. So Great American Bash Live will definitely be a very patriotic 
event. Looking forward to Divas that. Divas bikinis. Did, you saw Divas and bikinis on Monday. Yeah, Brandon just like seeing Divas and bikinis. See? Well, as we know, <laughs> as we heard his uh, point of view with the uh, yeah, okay. of Maria. Make me sound. I mean, make me sound so one-sided. Ah, uh, you kind of make yourself sound like that, buddy. Yeah, yeah Christ. All right. Uh, last good thing from SmackDown was the end. Between a match between John Cena and Chris Jericho, Big Show comes out and gets John well, Cena disqualified. Yeah, well, um, no, no, he gets Y2J disqualified because Y2J had the walls of Jericho on Cena, and then Big Show came in and gave a leg drop right to Cena's head. Yeah, so that that disqualifies Jericho. Yeah. Okay. The winner yeah. was the winner was John Cena. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got myself mixed no, up there. I but, apologize. Well, as you, the way that that happened, I thought it was awesome because it was just like, dude, what are you doing? And he was just like, you want some? Step up, bitch. Yeah. And he he was and, just like, take care and, of it. And put Cena in the colossal clutch to the point of passing out. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, is a good thing. Choke slamming him, hitting with the as you said, the clutch. I thought but he it didn't was make a great him way to end. I no. noticed that he didn't make him humble. I know. What did the What did the Iron Sheik say about that? I totally forgot. I saw something. Did he, did he tweet about that? Yeah, I think he said something to the Big Show is the real, or something oh. like that. I don't know what the Tashiki said though, but uh, what the boy's falling the fuck off. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Alrighty, so we spoke about it earlier. Let's get to the bads. The uh, this Money in the Bank ladder match for the WWE title mm. is former champions. You have Kane, you have the Big Show, you have John Cena and Jericho and Chris Jericho. Thank you. What do we, you know, we 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 touch on do you think there's going to be more guys? Do you think do you yeah. have these four you think Randy Orton comes back from I, no, Randy Orton's no, not. I, oh I, I think goodness. that they they're going to have two I think they're going to have the six. Um like I said, I don't, I don't know. The more I talk about it, the more I'm okay with it. Because who wouldn't want to see a, a ladder match, well, a Money in the Bank with these competitors in it? I mean, John Me. Cena. John Cena has been improving. I know he gets a lot of shit about his five moves of doom and everything, but he in the ring is improving a lot. By the way, congratulations to John Cena for being uh, ten years in the WWE. And it's Make a Wish Foundation hitting number three hundred. We mentioned that last week. Yeah, congratulations yeah. still. Yeah. So it it'll be interesting to see how it goes. The uh, only way I'll be happy with this now that David brought it up is if The Rock does something. It's, hey, it's wrestling. What it's about, always possible. What, what, instead of Rock, what about Brock? No. What about Why? Rey Mysterio? I don't. I, Rey Mysterio, that's a good one. Rey Mysterio, he's, his suspension is uh, done. Yeah, and I think I Rey- could I could see Rey getting into that match, but I would rather see I would rather see the Rock come out of that because be, hmm. in, go to the, the night after WrestleMania, the Rock said it himself: "I will be WWE champion again." I, wow. Yeah, exactly. That's big. I kind of would even if Ray did return, I'd rather see him on the SmackDown side of the Money in the Bank, just because. Yeah, that'd they, be a sick fucking match. Well, just because with this one, it's more heavyweights. Yeah. I, I would say, and SmackDown is usually more of the um, similar. Well, the World Heavyweight Title one, yeah. It's yeah, be it's a little bit more different. lighter weights and what uh, cruiserweights compared to that. So I think that he would I fit mean, in a lot at, better with Daniel the Bryan. SmackDown one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, um, more bads. Vicky Guerrero in a bikini. Wait, that's a bad? I I almost vomited. Yeah, I know. I know. David called me up like. Yeah, David was just like, "Oh man," he's like, "My hand hurts so much." I was just like, "What the fuck are you doing on the phone?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm taking care of business." Taking care of business. Yeah, (laughs) that was terrible. Uh, Y2J's return, very yeah subtle. 
I mean, and I don't really no think No running that... with the torch. The Olympics are coming up. Yeah, are you serious, oh, bro? God. But still, like, no no, fi- no pyro, or at least to my knowledge, I don't remember, but no pyro, no fireworks for his original one where, before he had the match. He just came out, walked, strolled down to the ring to Cena. I don't know. I expect more from that. He's a rock star. He doesn't have to have the Shakira I mean, it was, pop it was also only a month... It was only a month that he was gone. Yeah, but I feel like no matter what, how you look at it, every return of Jericho should be bam. Like yeah, it should it was just a month. Yeah, it wasn't years. Yeah, that like when they when Chris Jericho came back back in yeah. January, that was that was big. Um, oh, I don't know. That was a letdown as well. Like, who is he, Sabu? <laughs> a contract on a pole match for the number one contendership for the w, the world heavyweight title that ends in <laughs> no, know, no not, contest yeah like I can't guess you could say a no contest yeah, I feel like the contract wasn't supposed to fall down and they were no, just no, like and they were just like no yeah it had to have fallen and they were just like alright Seamus go out there and declare it a triple threat for uh, yeah. Smackdown no way that was definitely yeah that was de- I, I agree with you that was definitely planned I don't know I thought it was still, the way, the way that they bad. dropped the contract was awkward, yeah. That was it. But yeah, it was just so. like, I guess they had to do it like that because Money in the Bank is coming up and they didn't want they, these guys to have a ladder match and especially everything that Dolph Ziggler does outshining everybody. Well, still, I feel like they should have ended that match a little bit sooner then. Why let it go on with these guys battling for control of the contract for so long and then have Sheamus go out and be like, all right, hey, it's a no contest. You yeah. both are facing me. <laughs> I would right. I would have had him come out a little bit sooner. This way it's not as awkward when mm-hmm. they're fighting over it. But what what are the stipulations on next on SmackDown? I don't know. Don't I know. forget. I'm sorry. I apologize. Like, does it it just turns into a triple threat? Yeah, it's just a world heavyweight uh, title match, I think. So it's like obvious Sheamus wins, maybe. Yeah, because they're probably saving probably. for the the. the Sheamus will win, I bet. Del Rio, Del Rio goes on to Money in the Bank to face Sheamus, and Dolph Ziggler somehow gets into the Money in the Bank. I think. All right, that'd be pretty sick. Maybe. All right, cool. All right, and the last bad. This oh. is good. this is something that we're gonna. I, I, Dave's Dave's ugging right now because about it. So we saw a couple weeks back that you know they're bringing back all these past stars for you know the Raw thousandth episode. Apparently last week they said they were nexting it, but apparently this week they brought it back. And Heath Slater uh, is the victim again, not to Vader this time to Mister No Show himself. Psycho Sid making his return to the WWE. That's clearly how... he was. Clearly he was dressed as Sid Vicious. Yeah, it's like he looked fucking terrible. I don't think he looked terrible. I think he looked in great shape. Actually. I think he 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 just needs to shave his head and stop keeping his fucking front fucking the front of his hair from yeah, fucking bulging out. I think that went out of style. Do a fucking how about a skullet? A skullet would work with the curl with the curls. But it it pissed honestly. It pissed me off. The one I thought was funny, how they say that they have that Twitter account, Sid and everything. I don't think that's – I think that's a fake because as we saw with Vader, they have the Twitter names come up be underneath the uh, – I don't know. What is it? The name tag? Yeah. The tagline or whatever. They have the Twitter handles underneath there. When Sid came out, they didn't have anything underneath there. So I don't think he has a Twitter. He does, have, not, he does have a Twitter. I don't, I don't. I think it's fake. What, his? Yeah, I think Sidney Udy is a fake. Okay. So so other, otherwise, they would have otherwise they would have put that up there to promote it a little bit. Yeah. And I know Pat Buck feels the same way, that it's a fake. 
Okay. Like, but I was just, I was kind of disappointed. I didn't want to fucking see Sid. I didn't even like after him fucking no showing back in exactly back at PWS and stuff like that. It it puts like. It, it puts a bad taste in your mouth. I, I used to be such a big Psycho Sid fan, and then for him to no-show two events for the fans and whatnot, he doesn't care about you fans. He cares about the and money. You know, yes. it, it's, it's fucked up because that weekend, back in August, my friend was willing to drive up to Poughkeepsie. And the and I like I called up the stores in Poughkeepsie and, or wherever the fuck it was, upstate, and also Staten Island. I called every store up. They were like, we don't know if he's gonna show up and it's like fuck you I, I alright so then so pretty much fuck Sid don't fuck with Buck yeah but and like, I, I think it's I think it's pretty funny because Vader fucking got the bigger way bigger pop oh yeah they, there, there was not really uh, that big of a pop for him too you, you're, you're, and I think I think what was that Chris go no go no, no, continue I think the reason why he got why Vader got the bigger pop was because WWE 12 that's it's right. Vader, Vader was in it, and people know the music. I swear to God, if Sid's in fucking WWE 13, I'm gonna fucking return it. Yeah, right. Why? I'm like, I, I am I, a- personally, personally, I would wrestle as Sid. I wouldn't. Well, I'd make him job to like fucking like Heath Slater. No, not worse than Heath Slater. Yoshitatsu. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Dude, fuck you guys. No, I, fuck you for supporting then, him. Seriously, no. you like you go on Twitter. Hi, my name is Brandon, and you've no showed me twice. No, he wasn't. He was, no, he was, was being an I asshole too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the rec, like, and this blew up on the side too on Twitter because Rebby Sky tweeted, uh, Rebby Sky's pro wrestler, Playboy Playmate, uh, Matt Hardy's girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Cooks naked, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, pro wrestling syndicate girl. wrestler. She's been wrestling, trying to make her name in the indie circuit. She went on Twitter and kind of ranted about Psycho Sid no showing the indie shows, disrespecting the fans. And now he's appearing on Raw. And he must have found his wallet. So blah, blah, blah. Sonny gets involved. She starts saying she shouldn't comment about this. Respect your uh, respect the legends of the business. This um, is not a fucking legend. And then, then you have Shannon Moore actually commented in too, saying she shouldn't be talking because she's only been in but that, three isn't minutes. That but like, isn't like Matt Hardy one of his like... Yeah, which is kind of odd. weird to see him take Sonny's side. But still, and then Sonny just really starts to badmouth her. Yeah. Then Rick Cataldo comes gets involved. Who's an openly gay uh, wrestler on the circuits for WSU everything, but just the fact that and then Sonny went off on him. Yeah. So it goes used very oh, hateful words. Oh, very hateful words that that we're not going to say on the no, show because we love everybody. Nor should nor should it ever be used in that kind of derogatory uh, way. Yeah. And then she goes off and says, "Oh, that wasn't me." My Twitter was hacked. Go fuck yourself, Sonny. Yeah. Seriously? Seriously. Your Brandon, Twitter is hacked? All right, Kurt Angle. Yeah, Brandon, you want that action figure now? Yeah, right. <laughs> but seriously, like, wrestlers, like, especially wrestlers in the indie scene, are fans as well. And when they have these legends go into these independent shows, they want to learn things from them. They want to pick their brains. You know, especially, like, if I was an independent wrestler, which in no fucking form am I... I, if I saw these guys, you know, these bigger names on the indie circuit, I want to talk to them, you know, pick their brain, see what's going on. And the fact this guy just no-shows and then just shows up on Monday Night Raw because he probably got a better payday than he would on an indie show makes me fucking sick. Hey, Sonny, just so you know, just because you're a legend in the ring doesn't mean you – doesn't give you any right to be an asshole to your fans outside of the ring. So – I wouldn't even say she's a legend in the ring. She's no. Like, like, all right, I have the actual quote. Rebby said, fuck people like that. You fuck, pe- you fuck with people's money, time, and professional integrity – 
because you're too uh, too much of a douche to keep your word. Sonny goes, one thing I've stood by, you always show respect for those who have seniority in the business. She's too dumb and ignorant to know that. I honestly, I, I look forward to having Rebby Sky on this podcast just to speak and trash Sonny. Go fuck yourself. Re- Seriously, just because you're a legend doesn't give you any authority or any right to fuck over people. Yeah, what, what get off your high horse. What makes her a legend even, though? What makes her a legend? Because she's in the WWE Hall of Fame? Because she was one of the first uh, divas in WWF for what she's done managing and whatever. But honestly, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Dave's getting too angry about this. And he had his morning She was probably fucking drugged all on coke and shit when she was typing this and then you claim that, say that oh I'm gonna say that and then she's gonna go and say that oh I was hacked because she can't stand the heat get out of the ozone bitch yeah yeah good use of a catchphrase Dave there you go awesome alright let's get on to awesome stuff that's my day friend yeah stuff that uh, we don't uh, say that oh, I'm, I'm, I know, I'm just, all like jazzed up now because I know of, uh, either good or bad in, in sports entertainment that's NXT NXT has really taken a turn for the better last week we talked about it uh, this week we got uh, we got to see a couple more new rising stars we got to see Richie Steamboat it a predictable, good match. Yeah, you know, I think out of all of them, I think they're going to try to build him up the most. Well, we saw him versus Rick Victor, who is uh, he's two for two. He's been on uh, back-to-back NXTs now. Yeah, but they'll probably use a couple guys back-to-back. Back. They well, use the Ascension on two episodes. Hey, kudos. Way to go, guys. Yeah, you go them over the, uh, over Usos, the Usos. Which I thought, honestly, that match. I love when they're in the corner and they're doing the mud hole stomping. It's kind of like a revolving door. Because one person will be mudhold stopping, then one will tag in, and they'll just uh, go, just just keep it going and going and going. Perfect what flow. What did we used to see do that? Um, that I'm not too sure. Yeah, but gonna... I, I'm not even a fan of their double team finisher, the downcast. You don't like it? No, I'm a fan of it. Oh, okay, it's like a jaw. Uh, it's like a jawbreaker into a uh, flapjack. What is it? Yeah, flapjack. That's what it is. I couldn't think of it. I was it's just a tandem like, move. I was just like Jr. Like pancake. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, uh, so that was good. Um, we got to see the debut, the NXT debut, we should say, of Seth Rollins. Yeah, versus Jiro. Versus Jiro. Um, we've talked about how much we were so excited to see Seth Rollins, and I don't think this did him justice. Why? At all. A, I think his entrance was a little too over the top for me, where he just came out and was like slam dancing and mm-hmm. whipping his hair around. And it was just a little bit too over the top for me. It didn't really get to showcase his moves. Whereas, like, with, like, a Leo Kruger that we saw as well, you really got to see more of his moves. I thought his the finisher move that he did was called, like, it was called the downfall or whatever. Uh, the blackout. The blackout. I thought that was actually a cool move. The but I would, have, I would have rather him do the Avada Kedavra. Well, not just because I'm a Harry Potter fan, but also, too, I think that's a, a cooler of a finisher. He, he still does that move. But, but, we, but like, from, you could, you, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but you could say he still does that move, does that move, but we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, exactly. That's program. the thing I was going to say in FCW with how you said you didn't like his entrance, but that's what he's been doing. I know, because like, they're trying the, to, like, rehash his, exact, that's, change his character Like, I mean, bit. what he did on F, uh, um, NXT is no different from what he was in FCW. Yeah. But... So I'm, I'm, I guess maybe I'm used to him coming out and thrashing and everything. And then yeah, I mean, I saw, I've seen matches not from recent F- mm-hmm. FCW, but from like other, you know, like Dude, FCW he- matches. But it was, you know what? I'm wait. I'm just waiting for him to evolve a little bit more. I didn't really okay. like his promo. Like his promo last week on NXT, mm-hmm. like that hype video. Loved it. Yeah, his promo. This week, week I he's just like, rah, rah, I'm all. I was like, oh, then interrupted on. by Jinder Mahal. Kind yeah, of. they got interrupted kind of by up. Jinder Mahal. But uh, Jiro, I gotta give props to Jiro though. I feel like for Didn't that, he just get released too. 
That no, I uh, I actually don't know. I think he may have been one of the wrestlers released, but I think that he sold all of those moves and he really put over uh, Rollins very well. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we're gonna get to see Cash Zono next week, which mm-hmm. I'm fucking pumped about. Hopefully, we see Bray Wyatt. I can't wait to see yeah, his debut. I think they should just send him right to the main roster. Put him on SmackDown. Come on. He's apparently uh, doing dark matches now, though. Good. So uh, we saw but Antonio so De- Cesaro, but so was Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I know. So we saw Dean. A- we, we saw Antonio Cesaro. He's always um, brutal in that ring. Main event: Johnny Curtis versus Derek Bateman. Love that finisher. Yes, Love but it. here's the one thing you guys probably didn't realize hmm. that I did. You know, Derek Bateman is using the Major Brothers theme music. Yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I noticed. That's that. the first day I noticed. I was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, the only reason I noticed that is because I saw my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't really say anything because I didn't. I don't know, but yeah, I noticed it. Oh. Come on now, we're, we're all did, marks where here. Where did you get... What was their theme song? Um, they had some generic... Shit. Just, no, it's not... It's, um... Shit. He won Chris Daughtry. No, that wasn't... No, no, that's not Chris Daughtry. I think What's, it is. That's all it was. No, it was their music when they were in ECW. Didn't... Middle of Nowhere? To, no, was that, was, that was when they were with... <laughs> that was when they were Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, when they were the Major Brothers. I don't remember it then. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was Chris Chris Daughtry. No, that was they using the Indies and stuff like that. No, they used it's got to be you and SCW. But it's regardless, you. regardless, we're regressing here. NXT is really starting to shine. I'm excited to see Cassius Ono next week. Great wrestling. Um, I I feel like they tried to like put a lot. A lot of wrestling into the forty-five minutes. Uh, well, I mean, it was like Jr. didn't even finish his like, "Oh, hey, welcome to NXT," and they already had Seth Rollins. We, coming we, out. we had seven matches in an hour in forty-four minutes. Seven matches. Yeah, but given they, it's only the second episode, so they wanted to show off some of the bigger names yeah. and let them show off their moves. Show what they got. I mean, once they start showing like Leo Kruger versus Richie Steamboat, then I'm sure we're gonna only be seeing like four or four to five matches or four matches. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Once they start actually getting to the bigger names wrestling. No, absolutely. I, I, I looked up. I looked up this Major Brother thing as I would normally do. Yeah, yep. you would. Uh, their theme in DSW and OVW was "What I Want" by Daughtry. Yeah, that's okay. the one. Yeah. yeah, but their theme as the Major Brothers was called "Gasoline Upcharge" by Chris Wirtz yeah. and Daniel Halter. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's like the generic music. That yeah, I that's gotta, that's the one I was I was mentioning. Too. I gotta hear it then. Cause I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like I heard I, I heard their theme song somewhere else. Then maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, on your iPod. <laughs> yeah, right. There we go. All right. Well, we're excited for that. Uh, and let's now get into some shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right. After, well... Well, this is... You know what? We've been doing Chris's match of the yeah, week. Yeah, so let's go into that first. Yeah, well, you know, the match oh. of the week this week... What are you stopping? Okay, yeah, do it. Chris's match of the week. There we go. And it's also shameless plugs as well. Yeah. Because we got to shamelessly plug both of these guys because the match of the week this week will be on the Facebook page. It is Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole from Best in the World. You guys all really have to witness that match. They had yourself. a hybrid match and we're having a hybrid. Uh, yeah, a hybrid yeah. Uh, shameless plugs this week. So you can go follow Dave, do the, the shameless All right, part. now go follow Adam Cole at Adam Cole Pro and Kyle O'Reilly at. R O H O'Reilly, both one of two of the upcoming yeah, future stars just, of this business. Just, just watch the match and then tweet at them and say, "Hey, I found this match because of marking out." Yeah, tell them you that you found it because of us, and tell them what you think. Yeah. Also, go follow. Tell them to be on the show, right? Yeah. Go also follow. Uh, Talking to your microphone, Brandon. Todd at Trick One O Four Two. He actually just posted a blog, and he actually plugged us. Um, the blog is about the. It's called the Royal Ramble. 
top 20 raw moments. So go check it out at www.eWrestlingNews.com. Go check it out. All right. There we go. Now, Brandon, you can talk into your microphone and tell us who's shouting out this week. This is marking out smooth jazz. Brandon Shoutout's going to make you come. In the spirit of America's birthday, July 4th, and wrestling, my first shout-out goes to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. On April 2nd, 2011, we all know he was inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. And he's done so much for the United States of America as a, as a whole in the wrestling world. And he's the most patriotic superstar I could think of. What, what about, about the Patriot? Patriot? Jinx, Jinx, you'll be a beer. Ah, ah. I'll do it. I obviously I mean the Patriot Patriot is a choice. Yeah. <laughs> but if you think about it, who who was more famous for doing shit for America? I don't know, Patriot was pretty heavy during that Heart Foundation feud with Stone Cold. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm gonna still stick with Jim Duggan, so uh, alright. Alright. Do you have yeah. your opinion? Ho Conan O'Brien gets the next one on Monday night's episode. He did a fan correction, which is where the fans send in videos and try and prove him wrong for something he said on a past episode. And a few episodes back, he said he said that his audience was acting like they were at a WWF contest. I actually saw this. And a fan corrected him saying that it would mean that the audience was at a World Wildlife Fund contest, and it's really WWE that he means. Conan went on to prove him wrong and brought out mascots dressed in wrestling tights and had them in a wrestling ring wrestling. It was the funniest fucking thing. Yeah, it was actually – and then the, that, that random bird that, like, had, like, didn't do yeah, shit the, with the it. Seagull. Yeah, the yeah. seagull. The seagull completely missed. It's like – it was supposed to hit one of them. We'll try to post and a they, video they of sold it. it. They sold it as if it hit, too. But – and then uh, got to give the last shout-out to America's band, the Beach Boys – I uh, saw them again on their 50th anniversary reunion tour, and they still kick ass. Everyone should go see them. It's summer, and it's the perfect concert. I mean, I wouldn't think they're America's bands. No, they're but, America's bands. Uh, they're kind of California's band. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you think of America, that's American rock music. Uh, you think of, like, I, I think, yeah, I think of, like, yeah, Born in the USA. Come on, Leonard Skinnerd. Uh, too bad Born in the USA was Bruce Springsteen. We did say that's Bruce That's what I said. Oh, I thought... I thought you said No it's not Because you guys Didn't come in over here You said born <laughs> in the USA And the next Listen, thing I heard stop was trying to Leonard back shit Skinnerd. up And Leonard Skinner Wasn't America's band They're like white No I don't want to say White trash They're like <laughs> south, southern Dude, This kid trash. Has been buried himself The entire No it's uh. true They have like two songs The Beach Boys Have countless hits They have No Freebird Sweet Home Alabama two. One Two Give me two steps Yeah gave me Three steps we're just trying to prove. Um, we're really just yeah, trying. Yeah. To, we're You're trying to prove him that. wrong now. And Bruce Springsteen, I can give as America's band, but in the point of the '60s when the Beatles were hot, the Beach Boys were also hot. Brandon thinks that they're hot. I guess. Yeah. Ooh. Not the same kind of hot that you're old, thinking of. Old erection. Yeah. All right. Great, Brandon. Great shoutouts. But let's uh, let's get into it. It's our. Oh, mark out moment of the week. Um, you guys have mark out moment of the week? No. I marked out for Jigsaw. We didn't even discuss that. Seeing Jigsaw and Sanjay Dutt on TNA. I actually marked, I was actually going to text you in all caps, Jigsaw on TNA. Then I was just like, shit, I'm going to be the mark out moment of the week if I do that. No, I got a better one. 
Um, Brand- Brandon talked about going to see the Beach Boys. So this week, I went to go see Iron Maiden at Jones Beach. Um, with Alice Cooper, I didn't really go for Alice Cooper. I went for Iron Maiden because they're fucking awesome. Was school out for the summer? That we when we were walking in. That was the last song we played. And oh, right, who gets there late? Why would you? They just weren't go there, there late. They see... were getting drunk in the parking lot. Yeah, I was drinking in the parking lot. Come on, bruh. Besides, I don't want to see Alice Cooper. I paid. If I paid money to see a band, I would see every. Trust me, the the forty dollars that I spent per ticket were enough for Iron Maiden because they were sick. Regardless from that, I was in the you know the Jones Beach Zach's Bay parking lot hanging out, had a good time, and I saw a guy wearing a Bastion Booger T-shirt who looked exactly like Bastion Booger. I marked out hard for that, and I think I texted Dave and yeah, I texted Brandon about it. Unfortunately, unfortunately I th- Mike Shaw has passed away since. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get a picture either. So it's like, yeah, we we go by the rule that if you don't take it, if there's no picture, there's no proof. I know. But- no, that's bullshit though, because I definitely saw that lady in Target one time that looked just like Greg Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe you on that because I definitely. I, can, seen- dude, I, can, I, I even have the text message still that I sent to David. <laughs> yeah, right. It's from September third every- <laughs> of last year, I think, four ten p.m. Just saw a lady that looks like Greg Valentine. Yep, and he's showing it into the camera right yes. now. All I right. mean, that doesn't say that. This says, I want to grope Maria. That's weird. Creep. All right. Anyway. I want to grope Maria. All right. That's our show it's for Roper. That's our show for this Roper. <laughs> <laughs> that's our show for the week. Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Rick Derringer for us letting us use this song. Donating the song. To the Headcast. Anyway, you can go to markingout.com, buy a t-shirt, listen to old episodes, you know, write stuff on the website. Um, okay, actually, this is something we wanted to mention, too, before we uh, end up show. We're expanding here at Marking Out. We've talked about our YouTube page and stuff like that. We are looking for a good core of creative writers that would be interested in writing weekly articles for markingout.com. We'll put you in the Marking Out team section. You know, you guys can be brothers. So, so if you're interested, out one at gmail.com or tweet at us, go on Facebook, you know, you know all that stuff. So if you're interested in writing a weekly article, by all means, we are willing to accept it and we will have to go through our editor, who is Dan Asulin. You can find him on Twitter at DAsulin. Just don't tweet any sort of racial things to him. Brandon. Uh, anyway. Brandon, <laughs> fuck you. Also, <laughs> let me just add, if you are in a band or a musician and you want us to play your uh, music or get some exposure for the musical interlude, just email it to us at markingout1 at gmail.com. Yep, facebook.com slash markingout, Twitter. Can I go ahead? Oh, I, can what? I go ahead and say, I mean, I didn't bring this up ever, but as long as we're on the whole fan sending us stuff. Send Brandon they... your used socks if you're a woman. <laughs> what? What? Continue. What if the fans sent us ideas that they would like to see us? Anything, do? anything, anything, anything. If, you want to tweet us out ideas? We've we you know we we haven't done it in a while, but you know the questions of the week, anything like video, that. Video. If you get like any vid- videos, video or, wise, if you video get, wise, if you get any, if you get any videos or pictures at live events that you want to share with us, go for it. If you get if you go to an event and you meet a wrestler, hey. Why don't we get him to do a little plug for us? We are making this fan interactive, and we didn't mention it at the beginning of the show, but thank you, Ryan, for getting Kurt Angle, bringing this whole America-themed show 
all the way around. Thank you for getting Kurt Angle to uh, plug marking out, marking out as Kurt Angle likes to say. But I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna badmouth it. But anyway, Facebook.com. Fuck you. Facebook.com slash marking out. Twitter.com slash marking out. Marking out.com at bwing411 at Ring Road Rebel. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And now I think we can do it, guys. USA. 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 Don't drink and drive. Drink responsibly. Ho! Oh. 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 Time to take him to the back barn. Have sex, America. And he's the most patriotic superstar I could think of. What, what about, about the Patriot? Jinx, Jinx. you'll be a beer. Ah. Ah, do it.